Hello and welcome to the RochdaleAFC.com podcast. My name is Dean, aka At the Peak, and I'm joined once again by Chaff. Chaff, how are you, mate? Um, I was all right till about uh, well an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're recording this just after Dale's opening day uh, defeat. So if we if we seem like we're in a bit of a mood, that'll explain why. Um, We've also got Ryan with us. Ryan, are you feeling any more upbeat than Chaff, or are you as, as, as disappointed as the pair of us? I'm probably more upbeat than Chaff, but I'm, <laughs> I'm still disappointed. But yeah, yeah, no, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, we'll get on to the, um, the Swindon game shortly, because uh, it, it was definitely a disappointing start to the league season for Dale. But obviously we haven't spoke um, since the two cup victories that came before it, so... To get off onto a slightly more positive note, um, Dale started the season, the, the competitive season, with a, a 1 0 away win at Championship Huddersfield last weekend. And Chaff, it was a really good performance, weren't it, in, in Yorkshire? It was a really good uh, team performance on that day. Yeah, I thought we played really well. Um, some standout performances for me as well. Um, and it showed today that we really missed Jimmy Ryan for me. I think I thought he was outstanding against Huddersfield. Um, and Owen O'Connell as well were both very, very good. Owen O'Connell was just practically unbeatable all game. But yeah, we we played really well against Huddersfield, against a poor Huddersfield team as well, it has to be said. And um, I think they'll be sort of looking at the wrong end of the championship table, but we still had to beat them. We still did really well, I thought, yeah. Yeah, Ryan, as, as Chad mentioned there, O'Connell was excellent that day, wasn't he? He got the goal. Um, was there anyone else who stood out for you at the Cal Farm? Uh, probably similar to, to Chaff in that. I think O'Connor was was just excellent as he as he usually is. Jimmy Ryan again. Um, I thought Newby looked dangerous when he got the ball, sort of in the final third. Um, but I thought, yeah, last weekend Huddersfield, I thought we defended really well as a team. Um, they didn't really have to create, well, didn't create anything really of naught. And I thought we looked dangerous when we got the ball and we got past the halfway line. So, no, really, really good performance that last week. And I thought BBM got it spot on. Yeah, it was a real sort of, um, not a smash and grab because that, I think I don't think that does justice to how well we played and also perhaps give, gives Huddersfield more credit than they deserve for their performance. But it was a really good away performance. Um, kept things tight at the back, like you said. Jimmy Ryan, who, who was desperately missed against Swindon, but we'll come on to that shortly. Um, sitting in front of the defence did an excellent job um, and we just stifled Huddersfield like you said they're not the strongest side at the moment Huddersfield probably one of the weakest teams in the championship but still a league above us and I think everyone expects us to be one of the weakest teams in League One so for us to go there and, and, and get the victory was pretty impressive and uh, it's Sheffield Wednesday in the, in the next round of the AFL Cup uh, Chaff do you have any thoughts ahead of that game do you think we might be able to produce a similar performance since Wednesday also seem to be in a pretty bad spot at the moment. Uh, if we play the way we did today, we've got absolutely Bob up and no up. But <laughs> if we play like we did against Huddersfield, I think we've got a, we've got a decent chance. Um, the odds will be against us in practically every game we play this season, um, even more so against Sheffield Wednesday. So it'll be a big ask um, to get anything against them. But yeah, we've we've we're decent in cups, or we have been in recent years. So who knows? Um, it's not a foregone conclusion that we'll get beat, um, but yeah, I think um, 
Yeah, we've got we've got half a chance if we play like we can do. I think maybe as well if we look to to perhaps give Bar a start and maybe even Tavares just to give us a little bit more pace on the counter attack um, because I think at times that's that's been missing in these first few games. Um, I think even against Huddersfield we maybe missed that at times. Just it didn't feel like we had too much of a threat apart from Nubi who was sort of sitting in a little deeper and coming away from the defence. I felt like there wasn't that ball in behind wasn't really an option, whereas with Barr and Tavares, it, it definitely becomes one. Um, then on Tuesday, Ryan, you watched the EFL Trophy win over Morecambe. It was a, it was a bit of a late show, weren't it, um, at the Globe Arena. It wasn't a great performance, but, but they got the job done in the end. Yeah, I think that, yeah, first half, they were... Um, it weren't great, to be honest. It was similar today. Every time we got the ball, it was a bit slow. We couldn't get out. Um, Briley started deep um, with Morley a bit more further forward. A minute half time, BBM changed it, and, and Morley sort of played the Jimmy Ryan role um, and did really well getting the ball deep and, and spraying his passes like he can can do. Um, and Briley further forward got some nice touches and played some, some neat passes. But um, yeah, I think Rathbone pretty much run the show on Tuesday night in the second half um, and then when sort of newbie came on and added a bit of flair in the final third um, looked really dangerous and really good and you know to be honest we could have got probably four or five in the second half um, but luckily the, the goals came late and really good finish from Tavares um, for the first one the second goal was was a good move from a throw-in a bit of a scrappy finish but um all the goals counted. We're good to see Nubi on the score sheet because he deserved it from when he came on. But yeah, poor first half, very good second half on Tuesday. And was it quite a strong Morecambe team on Tuesday? I'm sure I read somewhere that, that they had a lot of first team players out. So if so, that that's definitely a confidence booster for our young lads, isn't it? Yeah, I believe so. I think, I, you know, I won't claim to know what Morecambe's first team is, but they all looked like men compared to quite a few of ours were, were sort of young kids. So they all looked pretty experienced couple of names you would know of when you when you hit like Conlon and um Lavelle at the back. Um but yeah yeah, seemed like a pretty strong experience side from them. A good result then. Uh Chaff, just just quickly, do you have any sort of thoughts towards the Checker Trade trophy? I know that um a lot of fans aren't overly keen on it, myself included, but it does give us an opportunity to to try some of the younger lads and see if they can step up and, and this season that's going to be particularly important you feel yeah absolutely I've, I've never liked the Checker Trade Trophy or any of the previous names it's been under but at the, for us in the last sort of three or four years it's really served a purpose in introducing men's football to the younger players um, and it's no it's helped the likes of Luke Matheson uh, Dan had said um, even like the, the younger lads like Pete Thomas, Ethan Briley um, have all got minutes valuable minutes in the Checker Trade Trophy which introduces them to men's football so I think it is a valuable um, competition that we that we and we use it for the right reasons now because I wouldn't ever want us to put a first team out in it because it's just not a competition that I have like importance on results, I, th- I think it's a more important competition for us to be able to to introduce younger players uh, into the first team. Yeah, 
I, I've never been a massive fan myself, but I do think um, any sort of semblance of, of respect I had left for it when, when they allowed the youth teams to come in. However, I do think that the, the there's a good chance that the um, EFL or League couple will be sort of eradicated in the next few years. And I think if that happens, it might actually um, give the EFL trophy, the Checker Trade trophy, a little bit more of a, a boost in popularity because it becomes one of only three competitions that you're in and also probably the one that you're most likely to win if you're not a team that's fighting for the title like ourselves. So, um, I mean... We're not fighting for the title, by the way. <laughs> not, that, not that we are. Um, so maybe in the next few years it will become slightly more important, but at the moment I, I'm sort of in the same camp as you. Um, so, I mean, that's the sort of positives out of the way. <laughs> Let's get on to today's performance. Um, Chaff, I'll come back to you. Uh, couldn't have got off to much of a worse start than that first 15, 20 minutes, could we? No, it was beyond dreadful. We started awfully. The whole first half was horrendous from start to finish. The players that you would expect to be able to rely on even had poor games. Um, O'Connell, for me, was, was re- looked really, really shaky. Um, you normally expect at least a 7 out of 10 performance from O'Connell. Uh, and I thought he was really poor today. There's very, very few positives out of today's game. We did improve second half, but how much of that was us being better and and Swindon taking their foot off the gas being 3-0 up at half-time? Yeah, it was absolutely dreadful, to be perfectly honest with you. We we very, very much missed Jimmy Ryan holding things together in midfield because it seemed like the whole midfield was bypassed for large periods of of the first half. Ollie Rathbone, if it, I don't know he was awful the whole game I thought he was really poor especially when he was in possession out of possession he did his usual high energy sort of tracking and chasing but I don't know he just looked so off the pace Matt Lund looked frustrated unfit Stephen Dooley barely touched the ball and the whole midfield would just seemed to get bypassed and Matt Dawn, as much as I, I don't rate him and I thought he was poor, was feeding off long balls forward and just not being able to, to get anywhere. So, yeah, it was as uh, it was as bad as the scoreline suggested, if not worse. Yeah, Ryan, do you do you have any theories as to why it was so flat, such a dull performance, especially in that first half? Because, like we said, the first two games were really positive uh, and gave us a bit of hope for the season, but... Um, that first half and indeed the second half for me we didn't actually improve that much we, we had a couple of maybe long range shots but is there, is there anything that you can put your finger on that, that maybe goes some way to explaining why it was such such a poor performance today aside from obviously lack it, the lack of Jimmy Ryan in midfield um, I think uh, it's not often I criticise him but I think BBM probably got his team wrong the first half Um I noticed a lot of time Ollie was the central of the sort of midfield three, if you like, and he's never he's never been our best midfielder on the ball. He never will be, um, and for him to be going deep and wanting the ball off a centre half and a goalkeeper, it's never going to work because he's not calm enough on the ball. He's very 
you know, in your face, hundred mile per hour, um, both with and without the ball, and he's, he's very rushed. I think a lot of the time on the ball, I'd, I'd much have preferred Morley to be doing the same job as what Jimmy Ryan does for us, but it didn't seem to be the case. Um, so it was tough for us to get our foot on the ball and play short, um, which then led us to play long a lot of the time, and and that's never going to work with the, the forward line we had out today. Um, I think what I will say is next week will be a. Com- I know it's only one player coming in in Humphreys so far, but will be a will be a completely different side next week because there'll be he's got pace in behind, and when the ball does go long, you'd expect him to if not hold it at least cause problems for the centre halves. Whereas today it was just very much it was very very easy for him. I think their centre halves could probably play another game now. Um, there was just nothing going on, and I thought. They pressed very well. They looked okay. Um, I think I said to you at half time that I was impressed with with Swindon. Um, but having said that, their three goals came from two set pieces and a mistake. Aside from that, Pizzuno's not had a save to make really. Um, so, yeah, it was poor. I think we lost it in midfield. I agree with Chaff O'Connell wasn't great today. Um, I think the only Dale player that probably comes out with any shining light who started is probably McShane. Mainly because he didn't really have to do anything. <laughs> but everything he did do, he did okay. And he looked pretty solid at times. But, yeah. Um, tell him that we looked a lot different when Tavares and Barr came on. Not Tavares' biggest fan, but he caused his problems with his pace. Um, so, yeah. Tough day at the office, but we go again. Yeah, just on, on the Rathbone uh, comments about where he was playing today. I agree. Um, not only does does... Uh, he not offer the same sort of protection and calmness on the ball when he's playing deeper, but we also miss that link between midfield and attack. And I know that Newby sort of plays as the attacking midfielder, or that's where he seems to have played when other forwards have been on the pitch. Obviously, that'll probably be the case next week uh, with with Humphreys coming in. But there needs to be a link for me between our quiet deep midfielders, the likes of London Morley, who naturally sit quite deep, Ryan as well, obviously, and then Newby and. Uh, and, and Rathbone offers that, whereas today, because he was being told, obviously, to sit deeper, he was put under pressure on the ball, he couldn't get forward, there was a, lo- there was a lack of link between midfield and attack, um, and it just put us under more pressure defensively as well. And, and Chaff, the, the third goal which Ryan touched on there, was a bad mistake from from uh, the young debutant, league debutant goalkeeper, um, uh, Bazunu. And it's a really disappointing goal to concede, isn't it? It stemmed from our... I want to play out from the back, I desire to play a certain style of football and, and when people see that on the highlights later, uh, having not watched the game, they're going to think, well, that's what you get for trying to play it out from the back. Yeah, it's nothing that we're, we're not used to seeing. We've seen Sanchez make similar mistakes last year. Um, the passing out from the back's not going to be something that every fan gets behind. And when it goes wrong like it did today, it's going to be even more highlighted than than, than what it usually is. But it's, it's unfortunate for Bazunu to make that mistake. Um, like the, the way the midfield was set out, the fact that Rathbone was the one receiving the ball tells you how deep Rathbone was having to play. And he's not the sort of person you would want receiving the ball in that area. I think if you give that ball to Jimmy Ryan something different happens um, potentially but it, yeah it wasn't a good pass um, 
he's just gonna he's getting used to men's football. Um, yeah, hopefully it's not um, something we're going to see an awful lot of um, from him, especially. And I hope it doesn't affect him confidence-wise. Um, so he's going to have to be a strong character being in our net. Yeah, he's, he's definitely gonna, he's definitely going to have work to do uh, this season if today's performance is anything to go by. Um, what I will say is, I, I think I, I don't think it was actually a particularly poorly executed pass. I just think it was a terrible decision to play that pass. Um, Rathbone was facing his own goal. He had two men right behind him. Um, sometimes you just have to play it long. Uh, that's that's the way it is. And although playing out from the back it helps us at times, and, and it looks good, and it helps us bypass that press when it comes. Um, there's a time and a place for it and you've got to be a little bit more intelligent than that I think and Ryan you, you sort of um, we were just speaking off air before we started recording um, speaking about the fact that we were we were resorting to long balls with no real target at times today which which goes away from that from that um, style of play of playing out from the back and that was in a way equally as disappointing wasn't it? Yeah it seemed I think we've said it about O'Connell looked a bit shaky but I think the whole back four, and in particular Morley in the first half when he did get the ball, he just looked so panicky. Um, and I think that stems from, look, Swindon's press was very, very good. It's one of the best pressing performances I think I've seen against us. Um, but, yeah, there, there was a lot of long... But, and I don't mind a long... Everyone knows I love a football. And I, but I don't mind long balls as long as they going somewhere. But it was just like... It was like hot potato a lot of the time in the first half, and it was like, oh, get rid of the ball quickly, and then it's like, oh, it's coming back now. Um, so that was putting us under a lot of pressure, and it helped their press, because if they we're playing at long centre-half, heads it down to the midfield, it be coming back at us. We've got no time to come out then. Um, so then when we do get the ball, we're very deep, and then that's why it was so easy for them to press. So, yeah, it was disappointing that, but something we'll have to learn, because there'll be better teams than Swindon, I'm sure of it. Whether we'll see a better press than Swindon's, I'm not sure, but we'll be more dangerous teams, better teams on the ball than them, so we'll have to put it behind us, learn from it and, and yeah, go again. You know, It's probably a, a good thing we've got a game Tuesday, um, hopefully get another scalp in the cup against the champ, championship side and, and, and go again. Yeah, and I, I think in a way we sort of, we've not really touched on um, Newbie's performance as yet, but I felt really sorry for him because those long balls over the top, they just I don't think they played to his strengths whatsoever. And on on his league debut, he, must, he cut a frustrated figure at times. It, it must have been a it must have been a difficult afternoon for him, and I hope as well that that hasn't affected his confidence in, in the next game. Perhaps with Ryan back in, I don't know why he missed out today, but if he can come back in, Rathbone pushes a bit further forward, and obviously he'll have Humphreys hopefully to play off. Then then we might get better performances out of Newby going forward. Um, one thing that really stood out for me though, Chaff, and I don't know if this is simply because we don't have the players at the moment um, to play in, in any sort of different formation, but the way we set up today really lacked a lot of width, didn't it? And especially when you have someone like Keohane at fullback, I know he got forward and, and got the, uh, the consolation goal, but he doesn't take players on and get crosses into the box like Norrington Davies used to and and it feels like there's a huge gap in the wide areas um, at the moment, doesn't it? It does. Um, the one sort of wide player in midfield was, was Dooley, and he was practically non-existent for, for most of the game. 
Um, you don't really want him playing central. Um, so he just drifts in and out of the game. Uh, and Keoway, yeah, he's not going to get forward. He's not going to. He's not going to get forward and put balls in at will. Um, so it highlighted the the desperation for a left back for me. And I actually thought Keoway had an all right game. I actually thought he was one of the the couple of players who come out of the game with any credit. I don't think he did anything outstanding by any stretch of imagination. But I don't think he did much wrong either. Um, but yeah, it highlights the fact that we we're desperate for a for a, an attacking fullback uh, just to create a little bit of width because we were very very narrow. Um, and any the, the, quite a few of these long balls that were being played through because um, as Ryan Wright said, we went we went so direct at times, which I certainly wasn't expecting. But a lot of these long balls were were sort of played in towards the channel for Don to chase, and he just couldn't do it. And it's just. Yeah, but it wasn't good. We there was a, a definite lack of width uh, and and creativity. And going back to Ryan's point about and your point actually, Dean, about um, a bridge between a deep midfield and an attack. I actually see Newby as the as the person who should be stepping up to do that. Um, he's got to pick the ball up in midfield, and now that we've got an out an out attacker in Humphreys coming in. I expect to see Newby drop a little bit deeper to maybe do that role that we, we're so used to Rathbone doing um, as well. So, yeah, we need wide players. We need another attacker. We need a full-back desperately on the left-hand side. Yeah, I agree. I think I think Newby can do that job. Um, I just think in the formation we settled with today, um, it should have been on one of the four midfielders perhaps to do that. And... Rathbone does that naturally for me, so I'm not really sure why he was the one that was sort of uh, tasked with sitting in a little bit deeper and collecting the ball from the defenders, but but we've, we've spoke about that already. Um, one thing that we also mentioned earlier, Ryan, um, we do seem to, under BBM, concede in sort of uh, patches of goals. Like I, I remember last season at Portsmouth and Sunderland um, away from home, we... When we conceded one, we seem to, to panic seemed to set in, and we conceded another, and let games get away from us. Do you have any sort of ideas as to why that might be? Because um, it, it lets games get away from us really quickly, and means that quite often um, we're out of a get. We we go from being very much in a game to being out of it within minutes. Yeah, it's tough, and I think last season we were, there were loads of reasons for it. I don't necessarily see the same. I didn't see the same issues today as I did last season um, in terms of heads dropping and, and that sort of thing that was inc- that was visible a lot of the time last season the season before I think today we were just we were poor but I think with the goals we conceded there was you know but with a corner of the first goal which was sloppy but I think Tyler Smith did well second goal was lazy from Morley out wide I suppose you asked the question, should he be there? Um, and then it was just a header at a back stick where, you know, their big, was it Anthony Grant who got the second? Yeah. Has beaten Newby in the air and it's like, well, yeah, fair enough, he'll do that. Um, and then the third goal's a bit like, sort of one one in a ten game um, spell that that sort of goal goes in. More probably, maybe one a season. But yeah, I didn't see the same issues. I didn't see heads drop. 
I didn't necessarily see players come away from a plan that we started with. I think we were just just poor goals to concede. Um, and hopefully it's not an issue because we've conceded one in a cup midweek, but we kept a clean sheet last week against Huddersfield. So, yeah, I don't see it being a, a massive issue. Obviously, next week we lose free scrap again and it's the same goal. You're sort of having a different conversation. But, yeah, um, reluctant to go too mad about it just yet. Yeah, that's fair enough. And I think perhaps we're guilty of maybe um, overreacting slightly for the first league game of the season. But at the same time, we're all passionate Dale fans, so that's bound to happen. Um, and I think especially given that we had a couple of decent results in midweek, I think maybe hopes were getting a little bit higher. And obviously we had some good news uh, with the signing of Humphreys yesterday, which again, we will come on to shortly. But Chaff, I spoke there a little bit about the mentality behind perhaps conceding goals in patches um, do you think maybe there was a, a poor mentality at the start of the second half as well because BBM seemed to take slightly too long to change it given the scoreline and for, for me it seemed until Bar and Tavares came on that we were perhaps happy to to consign this one to history uh, take the defeat and move on uh, obviously we started to look a little bit more um, attacking and aggressive when those two came on but for 15, 20 minutes, it seemed to me like we were happy to let the game pass us by. Um, it was possibly a little bit of damage limitations at 3-0. Um, myself, personally, I'd have made the changes a little bit earlier, like yourself. Um, I'd have certainly brought a bar on because in the in the cup games and the, the, the one friendly that I did see, um, bar has he's, he's introduced a bit of life into the game. So I'd have probably done that quite a bit earlier than what we did. Um, Tavares, I just don't see it with him, to be honest with you. Um, there's a lot of endeavour there, but not a lot else. Um, in terms of a mentality thing, potentially, I th- I, I'm reluctant to give BBM criticism for substitutes or lack of substitutes because there's been, well, more than a couple of occasions where his substitutions have been superb and he's not frightened of bringing people off early if need be. So I'm a little bit reluctant to sort of say he's done it wrong. Um, but I don't know. It's Yeah, I'd, I'd have done it a little bit earlier myself. And maybe they were resigned to, to a defeat at that point. Yeah, perhaps a little bit of that as well is that, that we don't have many options. Um, obviously, Bar and Tavares are very young, very raw. Uh, Tavares to me doesn't actually seem to have that much quality on the ball either so perhaps it's a case of well we will have more options obviously um, before the end of the the transfer window it's just a case of making sure that they're players that can come on and and turn a game on its head in the the situation that we found ourselves in today because it could happen again Um, and judging by last season it it probably will um, a few times we just need to be able to make sure that we can actually do something about it when when the game looks like it's starting to get away from us a little bit um, but I think that's quite enough of dissecting what was a disappointing day uh, today and, and we'll move on to that positive news we spoke about earlier which was the signing yesterday of Stephen Humphreys now Ryan you touched on a little bit before about what um, you think he might be able to give us Do you where do you see him operating do you see the system being similar to as it was today with, with Adon or, or Newby playing off Humphreys or do you think maybe he'll be a fulcrum with maybe two or three behind him? How do you see it? How do you see it working? Um, I think I'd, what I'd like to see is him as 
the focal point up front with um, a couple either side or just behind, um, whether that's a newbie and a bar, for example, or whether it's two out-and-out wingers that we've managed to bring in. But um, I think, yeah, very impressive club bringing him in. Um, it's always nice to to hear a, a player who actually, you know, said openly that he wanted to come here. Um, a good player as well, someone with potential. But yeah, to answer your question, I, I, ho- I hope to see him as the number nine with players around him who can create chances for him and others. Um, and hopefully, he's not not too isolated like Hendo was plenty of times last season and the season before. Um, but yeah, um, really good sign. I think it will really help us and be a exact type of striker I think we need um, because of his physicality as well as his quality. Yeah, Chaff, um, what are your thoughts on this signing? Obviously, everyone's very happy that we brought a forward in. Do you think he's the he's the sort of striker that we need? Because he's not exactly the same sort of player as Henderson, is he? Um, for me, if you'd given me a choice of anyone who I saw as being realistic, it would be my number one choice to bring in as a striking option. Is somebody who knows the club, is somebody who's done well in League One, is somebody who's done well in yeah, in League Two as well. He's he's in good form, he's strong, he's quick, he knows where the net is. He's a, I think he's a natural finisher. Me, we put a, we put a ball in front of him. He's going to put it in the net um, more often than he doesn't. Which the same cannot be said for the options that we've got now, the likes of Don and Tavares. Um, both of them will need multiple chances to uh, to, to get the ball in the net. Um, so yeah, so I think it's a brilliant signing. Um, like Ryan, I want him as the, the focal point in the attack. Um, and I'd like a couple, well, at least one more addition in an attacking option. Um, I don't know whether either of you has read the Manchester Evening News today um, or online, rather, nobody reads papers anymore. But um, there's a, there was an article on a young lad from Manchester United um, called Deji Satona, uh, who is of Irish descent, 17 years old. Um, uh, I don't know whether you saw on the message board that Sudden Lad put that we were in for a Manchester United striker this week. Um, well, Deji Satona in the MEN was actually named as being um, on our radar um, this week, but has left Manchester United because they couldn't match his wage demands of sort of £10,000 a week plus uh, and a guarantee of sort of being introduced to the first team this year at 17 years old. So maybe that deal is dead in the water. But um, BBM's come out and said he wants more attacking options. And yeah, I'd want Humphreys as your focal point and then I'd want somebody else playing off him maybe. Um, the Humphreys deal, I think, is a, I think it's a really, really big statement from the board of directors at a time when I know myself personally was was, was doubting, um, or at least questioning why we weren't making signings or weren't making as big an effort as other clubs to bring players in, and that signing yesterday just sort of blew me out of the water a little bit, and I'll. I said I'd hold my hands up, and I will. Um, the board deserve a huge amount of credit for bringing Humphreys in, I think. 
Okay, so we're very, feeling very um, excited about Humphreys, clearly. I'm going to sort of temper expectations slightly. Um, I don't think he was as good in his loan spell as a lot of people made out. I think he was... I think he was a good option. I think he was, like you say, very physical, made life hard for defenders. I think I've spoke before about um, people perhaps giving Will Bram a little bit too much praise because his better moments came in big games, uh, like against Newcastle and Bolton and things like that. Um, I think the same happened a little bit with Humphreys. I think he scored a really important goal at Rotherham. He scored, obviously, the goal at Wembley. And, and the goal he scored at home, I can't remember who it was against, but it was a cracking finish. And I think... Perhaps that maybe um, left people with, with with memories of him affecting games more often than he did because for me there was quite a lot of games where he didn't really do that much. Um, I think his record at Southend is good given that Southend have struggled for the last two years but at the same time he hasn't scored more than five goals in the league in a season. Um, I, I think there's definitely potential there and like yourself, Chaff, I'm happy that the board have, have made a statement in going out and signing a player that they clearly wanted. Um, but I'm I'm not completely sold uh, on the fact that he's going to sort of save our season because I feel like we need another few players around him to do that. Um, but obviously, we wish him as much luck as possible. Because um, again, a little bit like Bazuno, I feel like he might need it a little bit this season. Um so we'll wrap it up there, guys. Uh, a good little chat to sort of blow off the cobwebs after a few weeks away and, and sort of, uh, I think we're all in a pretty bad mood after that game. So I think we all need to get a couple of drinks and watch uh, watch Leeds hopefully beat Liverpool here. So uh, thanks for joining me, Chaff. You're welcome, mate. Thank you for having us on. And Ryan, cheers again, mate. No, thank you. And see you next time up the dale. Yeah. But it's not over yet because I have forgot to do the game. So little extra RochdaleFC.com podcast add-on for you as Ryan tries to draw level with Chaff in our little um, team game at the end. So, guys, the game that I've got up is Rochdale's 4-2 win at Gig Lane in Steve Air's relegation season. Um, so, Chaff, since you won the... Uh, last game you can go first just a quick reminder of the rules it's any player in the Dale squad um, in that match and you'll carry on until someone guesses someone who wasn't in the squad and they'll lose so Chaff you first mate it's Berry 2 Rochdale 4 in 2011 David Ball that's correct Marcus Holness correct Grimes correct Nicky Adams yes I can't remember who scored that day yeah I think uh, you have, you've gone for the four scorers first which is Pimbal Castine correct um. erm <laughs> 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 um. I think we'll have to start uh, doing like a video recording of this game because everyone else should be able to see the confusion on, on faces whilst we play it. <laughs> can't remember anyone. Four backs are out. <laughs> Come on, Ryan. It's Saturday night. We've all got places to be, things to do. Barry Jones. 
Correct. Um, Jake Keane. Correct. Jason Kennedy. Ooh, I'll just have to check that one. Jason Kennedy came off the bench, correct? Uh, Stephen Darby. Correct. I remember very distinctly Darby celebrating a little bit, perhaps a little bit over the top at the end, but obviously after a Derby win, you're, you're going to be happy, aren't you? Yeah. Left back, left back, left back, left back. Joe Widowson. Correct. Amazed oh, that we seem to remember the relegation team better than the teams that we've done so far. <laughs> oh, we must have had some other City kids playing. Um, Andrew Top. Correct. Is that, have we got the starting 11 here now? I think there's one player missing from the starting 11. Right. And then four substitutes. Four. Yeah, this is back back in the old days when there were only five subs. Um. Oh Jesus. Brian Barry Murphy. That's correct. Oh, Came ref. off the bench in the 88th minute. What a guy. So, Chaff, we've got. Um, a forward who started, a sub goalkeeper, it's a, a sub defender, and a sub forward. Uh, I'm going to guess at Jean Louis Apparapro. And that's the other starter. Yeah, so Ryan, just as a reminder, we've got sub keeper, sub defender, and a sub forward. One, The forward did come on in the 75th minute. Did he? Was he a good one? No. Okay. <laughs> none, none of them were under air, were they? Yeah. It's a silly question to ask about this season, to be honest with you. Oh, no. Who was in goals? Uh, Jake Keane started. So was the sub-goalkeeper Lucas? It was, yeah. Correct. So we've only got two to go here. Super Lucas. Chaff, if you get if you get one of these two, then you can you can't lose. <laughs> right, okay. I'm trying to think of a defender from that era. Um, Stephen Jordan. It's incorrect. Oh, and Ryan Ryan draws level, and I think you're going to kick yourself when I tell you that. Uh, uh, I try. It's not Trotman, is it? It's Neil Trotman. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say him as well. Neil Trotman and um, the other forward was Matthew Barnes-Homer. Oh, wow. Um, wow. So, yeah, better performance from both of you. I'm expecting you to be uh, to be brushing up on your historical starting lineups for the next game because uh, now we're at 1-1 after two. So, cheers, guys. Speak Thank to you, you next time. All right, cheers.